What's going on, everybody? This is Sean of Ross Like Music. And this is the Super Sunny Show. I'm La Molly. This is Blue and Green Radio. Party people, this is Mr. V of Confessions of a Curly Mind, broadcasting through Blue and Green Radio. You're listening to Steve Williams at UK5.org. Welcome to the Blue and Green Sessions. Right, the vibe with DJ Ronnie Ron. Cosmic, Cosmic Radio. Twisted Soul. Futuristica Radio. You're listening to the Blue and Green podcast, and I hope you enjoy what we are going to say. Blueandgreenradio.com
welcome friends you're tuned in to another episode of the blue in green podcast how are you my name's Imran. thank you very much for tuning in uh the blue in green podcast runs in conjunction with blue in green radio the online internet radio station that broadcasts from london but we are very fortunate uh to be hosting shows from across the world including uh the uk paris france uh melbourne uh australia canberra australia uh the states to Japan, uh, Denver, Colorado from the States, San Jose, see I've started one, I've got a name of them all now, but uh, yeah, we're very, very fortunate and we'd love for you to check us out at blueandgreenradio.com to catch some of our wonderful uh, programming, celebrating contemporary uh, soul, jazz, funk, uh, Latin music, etc, etc, etc. Now, those are some key words to address that uh firstly regular listeners of the podcast will know we've had an unusual start in that we've opened with a song uh normally we uh, these podcasts feature myself uh having the opportunity to talk with a guest and um that guest will vary between blue and green radio presenters or some of the amazing artists that we love to champion on the radio station uh this is sort of a a different episode i'm kind of trying something a little bit new it's a series within a series basically so we're entitling this one uh misery loves company and this is volume one um and um ultimately it's me by myself uh but playing some songs um so i mentioned that uh the blue and green radio typically uh certainly the shows that um that i'll put together for the station kind of they they revolve around 21st century uh soul jazz funk etc and um i thought this podcast series this extension of the podcast would be fun to kind of uh, um revisit uh some of the things that i'm uh not always able to get uh to feature on the station however things i still buy things i'm still a fan of and uh, things i'd love to uh be able to present to you guys so misery loves company is me uh alone in a room playing some wonderful records uh, for this for this version of the series we're focusing on the concept of reissues so uh we've had a great opener we have some wonderful music lined up for this show today um we have um uh well, where should we start let's start with the song that we played that seems to be the most logical thing to do we had a, a track um by Admas and uh, it's from the album Sons of Ethiopia uh, really uh, excited about this one we featured it on blueandgreenradio.com and it was released uh, in 2020 by New York's Fredericksburg Records um, they have a really really great catalogue if you go to their Bandcamp page there are some wonderful reissues of music that they've managed to kind of repackage and represent for new audiences and um they have some stuff that 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 kind of um, lingers in the contemporary as well so queen even the kings wonderful funk project three track uh funk project that i would urge you uh, to explore it's really grimy and uh it's just blissful raw unadulterated funk music and uh, if that's your thing then this will be your thing uh but in the meantime we're going to talk about what we just played that was admas by sons of ethiopia such a cool release the song that we played was called barty's high life um and the um the project um uh, it kind of was recorded in 1984 in Washington DC and it was uh, created by exiled musicians who fled Ethiopia during the 
Doug regime uh, before they ultimately set up home in the States. And um, it's sort of indicative, I think the album is indicative of a mindset at the time with Admas members. Um, they were initially attached to uh, an Ethiopian collective called Gasha, uh, which uh, was a band that really celebrated more uh kind of well so much celebrated but they they played music more in line with their ethiopian traditions but then now you've come now band members were coming over to the states albeit under horrific circumstances they were still exposed to all these western influences and it started to impact the music that they were making in really exciting ways so the project that we played um, has some really really strong uh, influences from um, kind of synth heavy numbers like the one we just played and then there's uh, Latin inspired tracks on the album called um, like Samba Shagitu uh, as well so the whole album is how many tracks is it eight tracks checking i'm checking check seven tracks and uh it's just wonderful it's uh it's a really really exciting project and i think it's very much ahead of its time and uh, i would urge you to check out uh the uh fredericksburg bandcamp page and uh this project by uh the uh admas collective and sons of ethiopia so i hope you guys enjoyed that one and move on to another one that we have lined up now by the oneness of Juju, we have, uh, we're really lucky to be able to focus, no, <laughs> to present a review of this for UKVibe.org. Um, such a wonderful project, two discs that they uh, put out, like 24 songs, um, and it was uh, basically charting this collective's music from 1970 to 1982, so Strut originally put this out in 2001, but it's since been repackaged and remastered for 2020, and uh, I really, really... Uh, I'm excited very much so about the song that we're about to play. It's called Love Is. Um, and uh, it's a really, really, uh, yeah, it's, there's so many great stuff on this record. I honestly couldn't shout about it enough. Um, they The the band uh, were founded in San Francisco, 1971, by saxophonist James Plunky Branch. And uh, they were going to make music for over three decades. Um, and so I would imagine that there's more compilations on the way. Hopefully this, this one has... Uh, created enough of a uh, uh, excitement then hopefully there'll be more more reissues from the collective if they're able to that would be uh, amazing so um yes yeah, so this uh, this package is two disc effort kind of explores the the early years in particular and um, as they kind of made a name for themselves in new york and before relocating to richmond virginia so let's play uh, love is right now shout out to strut records who kind of have this amazing ability to present wonderful new and inspired projects like uh, greg fote or idris Ackermore uh, and the pyramids but then obviously hark back to just this wonderful era uh, of of music and of soul and jazz and funk that they can kind of repackage for new generations and i think it's lovely that they do that so here we go oneness of juju with love is in life's steady beat you'll find a sweet spot and maybe it will go away, but here it sneaks again. And to think, I almost didn't recognize it, because I knew it wasn't coming. Love is a tender feeling, love is being kind. 
If you don't understand I just want to be Your only man song uh, from New Mirror Group that was Tommy McGee uh, the album that comes from was a 2020 uh, re- reissue in May uh, again through New Mirror Group uh, the compilation is called I'm a Stranger released on digital and vinyl only and uh, shame there wasn't a CD actually I would have quite liked to have got my hands on that uh, the song that we played is called It's You there are some beautiful numbers on this Come On which is the opener Oh, flawless song, flawless song, uh, and there's a yeah, there's a, there's a really wonderful uh, series of tunes that kind of go from really sweet soul, like the one that we played, to uh, more funky affairs. Uh, Eighteen track compilation. Uh, Tommy McGee uh, was discovered by producer Palmer James. Um, 
1976, they put out the Positive Negative album. So this uh, compilation features that album as well as uh, singles McGee released uh, for Golden Voice, Mercury, TMG and Toasted, as well as uh, featuring tracks from his uh, 60s funk combo TMGs. So uh, um, yeah, I hope you guys will be inspired to pick up that one uh, if only for the track that we played because it is gorgeous we <laughs> next we have lined up another one from strut where we are revisiting something that came out um oh gosh was it this year it was this year no beg your pardon it was mega mega early 2020 or very 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 late 2019 but i i did want to include it here uh, it was the uh patrice russian compilation uh, it's called You Remind Me, and it features tracks from the uh, Electro recordings, uh, 1978 to 1984. It's double, no, it isn't double disc, it's a single disc, uh, but three LPs, again, through Strut Records. Um, I, oh gosh, there is, if you've never owned a Patrice Russian record, you, I think that this is this is the one to get this is the one this is absolutely the one to get it focuses on patrice's music as it as it said those pretty best described as the famous years and it talks about those uh releases that she had through electra with uh patrice in 1978 pizzazz 79 posh in 1980 straight from the heart 82 and now in 84 there are actually three more jazz based albums that preceded all of these all of these electra records and i i seem to remember reading a lot that there was a quite a backlash from those the jazz kind of faithful who kind of felt that um she had probably distanced herself that's the politically correct way of saying you know what people felt that she had sold out and i you know if you listen to forget me nots for example which i think is one of the greatest songs of all time but you can understand that may not be considered a jazz record so she kind of uh, potentially thought it uh, best to kind of expand her repertoire and make the music she wanted to make um i i, I yes i adore the music on the compilation i think hers is a wonderful story uh she's a vocalist pianist or a writer and um uh, she had done session work for such a whole host of, of just legendary names from Eddie Henderson, Harvey Mason, Donald Byrd uh, as well. So it's just a wonderful, wonderful career. Um, I think at one point she had said that she she would receive about uh, 30 requests per week. Uh, for sample clearances and I suppose yes forget me nots would be particularly high up a song sampled by Will Smith a song sampled by George Michael uh, and so many so many others um, I, I, I tried looking this up quite a lot but I remember vividly many years ago hearing uh, Patrice on the radio and she was talking about like her career and everything and talking about um she was talking about forget me nots but she was talking about it from the specific sample of will smith's men in black and i can't find it anywhere i can't find like this as a written thing but where she had talked about how it got i don't know i think they tried to pull a fast one not will smith specifically but i they, they had tried to, to you know it was a bit of a story getting that sample cleared that's the best thing i can probably the most diplomatic thing i could probably say because I, I can't remember vividly bits of what she had said and i remember it being very very interesting and i've i've 
in recent years i've tried to look it up but i just can't find it anywhere i can't find anything about there having been a problem uh getting it sampled but i definitely heard it i'm pretty sure i heard it <laughs> but uh so yeah patrice russian um again forget me not massively sampled and i i think there are songs on this that are just staples for 90s hip-hop as well where you'll hear them very very uh very efficiently as soon as you kind of start to listen to the tracks you'll say hey yeah that's that um we'll uh play uh remind me we'll play the lp version there are some lovely 12 inch versions of tracks on the album uh particularly forget me nots and that was that is the uh the track I gravitated towards for for the show today, but I I thought I'd restrain myself <laughs> and go with remind me. So uh, yeah, I uh, I can't imagine anyone isn't, isn't going to enjoy this one. So here we go, Patrice Russian uh, from her "You Remind Me" Strut Records compilation. <laughs> Thank you. 
amazing Patrice Russian, which leads us to the final track from our show today, uh, which, oh gosh, sees us revisit the uh, 2020 reissue, the 2020 Super Deluxe reissue of Prince's Sign of the Times. Um, I don't even know where to begin. I These Warner Brothers reissues, are just the stuff that dreams are made of. I remember when they announced the track list for Purple Rain, three discs, and it was the original album remastered. It was a disc of a kind of uh, the B-sides and single edits and remixes, and then there was the third vault disc, and that was that was the gold disc. That was the money disc. That was when that was ev- that had everyone salivating. Every prince head has kind of wanted tracks from these vaults for a very very long time. So this three disc purple rain, uh, I think it was a, a dubbed the expanded edition. That got people very very excited. It got me very very excited. And I'll be honest, I thought that was as good as it was going to get. And then I think the following year, they released the five disc. Uh, a five disc reissue of 1999 five discs and this one had two vault discs as well as a, a live a live cd and um uh the original album obviously remastered a live cd and, and another disc of the uh, single edits uh b-sides uh remixes etc so uh and now it's the eight disc reissue that's right eight glorious discs of prince's sign of the times now the price for this one yeah it went up it went from i think 25 pounds for um the the, the the purple rain it went to 50 for 1999 and then this one uh this eight disc 130 is what i paid it was going for 150 but by the time i actually bought it it had gone down um the prices have gone up i mean like the 1999 one as i said purchase for 50 pounds if you were to look well the last time i looked you, you, amazon are only selling it now for 200 so i don't even know what this sign of the times reissue is going to cost uh, in time but um i mean look i mean anyone that's heard me make a show about prince re- record a podcast about prince and i've done a lot of both uh this is this is as dream a project as it gets uh sign of the times has long been my favorite album it was my favorite album the first time i heard it because i was becoming such a diehard prince fan and to me it's the quintessential prince album everything connected it was the album i'd sort of been waiting for for a very long time and um it's just my yeah it's my absolute favorite album of all time and imagine that being so passionate about music that your favorite album of all time you will get an eight disc reissue uh and it come in this beautiful presentation with a whole book about the album and everything that went into it and to get three vault discs as part of this package so if i told gone through the discs um to three vault disc original two disc album remastered two live discs and again that bonus uh single edits remixes etc which is ugh, i mean this is as good as it gets and they've gone bigger with it with every reissue and i have absolutely no idea where it goes from here um i don't know if they feel compelled to keep upping the the kind of the package each time or if they think well, let's just go with a standard two disc uh, kind of re- reissue for uh, I don't know Dirty Mind or something like I don't even know if they're now like right we need now 20 discs um, it's just glorious it's everything you could want it to be these vault tracks as well there's just nothing bad in it this is it's all glorious 
and um, oh, it's just the best. <laughs> uh, perfect addition for this show. Uh, we're going to close the, the episode today uh, with Blanche because I just I'm really digging it. And uh, there's also one of the, the the official releases now of a one of his Miles Davis recordings that have made it onto this um, compilation as well. So. I don't know. I, I kind of have a philosophical debate with with Prince and and these reissues because you know Prince was very well known for control for wanting to control so much of his music. And uh, if you didn't, you know, his 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 vaults were legendary. The amount of music that he had in them. And I think if he didn't release it, if it was usually well known, he didn't want you to hear it. So. It is you find yourself in a bit of a quandary, I suppose, as a as a fan. I do consider myself something of a diehard fan, so um, I suppose you kind of wonder, like, did he want people to hear what what was have had what has subsequently been released? I'm not entirely sure, um, but I, I, you kind of feel like as a diehard fan, you got to buy it. But as the real diehard fan, he the diehard fan probably wouldn't buy it. Mm, I don't know. It's amazing, nonetheless, and I I hope I'm I hope I'm doing the right thing by <laughs> by purchasing furiously. Uh, so um, yeah, let us know your thoughts. I hope you've enjoyed this. This has been Misery Loves Company. Uh, this is my misery loving your company. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, this is part one. So we'll hopefully uh, revisit this again in time. And uh, yeah, certainly look forward to uh, you being a part of it uh, in the future. Blueandgreenradio.com, where you'll find our radio stream, uh, where you can yep tune into our station and our shows anytime. And if you go to blueandgreen.com, there's a podcast tab as well, where you can find the complete back catalogue of podcast episodes, usually with me and a guest, uh, be it a Blue and Green Radio presenter or an incredible musician and artist that we're just thrilled to be able to secure time with. That's been us. Thanks very much. It was Prince from Sound of the Time Super Deluxe. This is Blanche. Till next time, friends. Bye bye. Ah! This is a song about a girl named Blanche and a dude named Stanley's Desire.
Okay.